The liberals are destroying California and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist California today. So stay tuned. We're going to take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. But stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly All right, I got it. I'm Alexander Edward. And I'm Tony Boswell. And we are Minion Death Cult. The world is ending. Boomers being horny for guns is responsible. We're documenting it. Hey, so what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Minion Death Cult. Uh, We got a fun show for everyone today. Uh, But first, we need to do a little bit of a little bit of a recap a little bit of a a house cleaning endeavor here because uh after our episode last week on the cop rapper forensic uh we got called out we got called out on facebook on instagram and the instagram story uh by forensic himself who i honestly have to like try really hard not to call foreskin because that's what I've been calling him online, Foreskin with a C. Uh, and now that's all I see when I read Forensic. But um, yeah, Forensic somehow heard our episode on him the day it came out, by the way. He listened to it. So I always listened back to the episodes just to make sure I'm not being a complete and total jackass, you know. He listened to it before I did. <laughs> He was he was already on it. It was like it was like late morning when he was already like I can't believe these basement dollars did this. Yeah, he ta- he tagged us in his Instagram story, and with a screenshot of our Instagram account, and he was like he did the whole this is hilarious thing. You know, I'm laughing at this actually, um, which is funny because the only other time I've gotten that from the podcast uh, is Anthony. Lovato from Mest, the lead singer of Mest, uh, heard <laughs> yep, our yep. episode on whatever Mest song that is, Cadillac, I think it is, which is just an awful song, and he probably knows it. So yeah, he commented on That Awful Sounds Instagram, uh, this is hilarious, cry laughing, which is really the way you have to go with it. Like, you can't be mad about it especially when you're messed and your career is like you know 30 years deep and you're just clinging to any attention whatsoever um but yeah yeah this you're just happy for coverage totally this was uh this was a little different um that episode is probably like of all the of all the people we've covered on the show of all the like you know uh what do you public figures we've covered on the show uh, a rapping cop is probably the best and the worst one to ever actually hear us talk about him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's the best for Forensic to have heard that episode because he is completely awful. And it's really funny to me that he heard us uh, saying mean things about him. Uh, but also he can, like, kill us legally. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he could he could track it down. He could do the work. He could like he or any of his friends could just murder us, and it would be fine. Yeah, we were speeding. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty wild that he uh, that he heard that shit. But the best thing I think is that I don't. There's no way he actually listened to the whole episode. Because he would be much more upset if he actually listened to the episode. That's the thing is, uh, so his post on Facebook, which is still his top post on Facebook. It's the last post that he made from Tuesday, yeah. a week ago. Like I said, Tuesday at 11.59 a.m. <laughs> so it's pretty early in the fucking day, man. Pretty that's early. Like, yeah. That's pretty early in the day. He must have had a Google alert set up, which is, I mean, having Google alert for yourself, is uh, that's an interesting place to be at. Um, he posted, oh no, this podcast has, quote, deep dived into my music and exposed me to their 1,500 Facebook followers and over 140 Patreon subscribers. I actually got a laugh out of this. Like, legit. The part about my hairline? Classic. Thanks for the streams, fellas. And he shared our post. Like, he didn't just <laughs> screenshot it. He shared our Facebook post. Yeah, which is lovely. Um, and yeah, the the dig at his hairline is, like, the first thing that we say about him after yeah. we give our glowing uh, iTunes reviews. And like you said, Tony, uh, if he heard all this, any of the spicy content after that, we would definitely have FBI agents kicking down our doors. Or at the very least, get pl- deplatformed from iTunes. Yeah, this is totally proof that nobody clicks the link because, you know, everybody that interacts with this, nobody clearly listened because they would have had, you know, some uh, valid points to be upset about. But I also like to think that if you would have listened to it actually, maybe he would have really thought his whole life, you know, and um, joined the NYPD. <laughs> uh, Jacob Smith commented on his post. By the way, our post got way more engagement than his, which I think is funny because, you know, Possibly because we didn't buy thousands of followers on Facebook like he did, which just yeah. totally sinks your reach. Uh, Jacob Smith commented on his post, I could barely make it through the podcast intro. They seem very ignorant about most aspects of life. And I love that because we are very ignorant about learning, about life. Uh, and uh, Forensic replied, you would be too if you spent your whole life angry at things you don't understand from your mom's basement. And then <laughs> Jacob Smith replies, uh, I wasn't going to say anything about his mom's basement, but I'm glad I'm not the only one who was thinking that. And if you want to see a <laughs> supercut of everyone who was thinking about me and Tony living in our our one mom's basement, Go to, go to our Facebook yeah. or Instagram because at least eight different people made the joke about how we live in our mom's basement. And I was like, listen, uh, forensic jokes are on you. My mom actually doesn't have a house that I could even possibly live in because <laughs> I, capitalism has basically crushed her. Uh, so, yeah, in your face. Yeah, jokes on you. My mom's dead. Uh, her milkshake suicide vest exploded prematurely outside of the police <laughs> precinct. You motherfucker. And she was lactose intolerant, so yeah. she had no chance. Just wet cement ripping through her body. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, Jensen, so this this is the best part. This is the best part of the fallout, okay? Because if you listen to that episode, you might remember when Forensic raps about getting tantric with criminals. 
Come on, bro. Getting tantric. Throw Let's a tantrum. Get tantric. Throw a tantrum. And so that was one of the things <laughs> I included in the preview in the post on Facebook. And one of Forensics fans commented on his post, you meditate with criminals? Dot, 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 question mark. And then included the Google definition of tantric. And, Which is uh, really generous that you think meditate when you think tantric. Very, very generous. Yeah, I mean, that's the Google definition. Google's trying to keep yeah. things. He's got safe search on, probably. <laughs> uh, forensic replied, whatever fits their narrative, bro. Which, yeah, we're we're just desperately trying to, like, propagate the leftist narrative that cops meditate with criminals instead of, yeah. like, murdering them without a trial. Again, didn't listen to the episode because we were clearly talking about how you, like, don't bust nuts when you're arresting people, but you want to bust nuts. You don't bust nuts so you can not bust longer. Yeah, but that, yeah. that or you were just the bullied kid in the video for uh, Tantric's breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Other people were like, what does that like, what does that mean, though, in your song? And then what, what did you mean? <laughs> what did you mean by that? And it's an honest question. So Forensic answers this question. This is news, yeah. folks. This is this is going on his genius page. Forensic posted a screenshot of like text that reads Tantra Tantra is as misunderstood in the West where it's become synonymous with sexual rituals, as in the East, where it's considered magical alchemy. But Tantra is actually a vast science that encompasses wisdom from medicine, philosophy, uh, astrology, and spiritual practices using yantras and mantras. The ultimate goal you know, of sciences. <laughs> the ultimate goal of Tantra is to systematically utilize all the methods we can to accelerate transformation and help the practitioner to create a life that is richer and more complete. Its focus is on providing the correct approach and specific techniques to cause an individual to grow, become stronger and more capable by do undoing all obstacles to freedom in the fastest way possible. <laughs> That's what he meant when he said, come on, bro, let's get tantric. <laughs> he meant utilizing Which, a vast, eclectic group of resources in order to solve the problem as quickly as possible. Of sciences, you know, like like astrology and uh, spiritual practices and yantras and mantras. It says using yantras and mantras. like, And also, clearly it didn't work if the next line is throw a tantrum. Because, like, one of the side effects of doing whatever you think tantra is i think is being pretty level-headed and not throwing a tantrum like a child i maintain he's trying to intimidate them with a threat of sex with a threat of sexual yeah, totally. sensual yeah. seduction that's gonna last a long time yeah yeah you just got to get somebody <laughs> to the edge of drowning and then pull back and then keep you doing know, I, it over and over i forgot who said it but somebody was like no this is clearly a reference to the band police uh, whose lead singer is Sting, yeah. who uh, does practice tantric sex. And, I admire uh, that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I admire I that definition, that but they are thinking much too hard about this. Apparently, I wish that was it because that would be so. That would be so amazing. Um, my so then people started commenting on on our post as well. Uh, we have like a hundred comments on that post. Uh, Michael Eller sick comments 1400 followers wow must be nice to have that many sheep as compared to forensics over 13,000 fans just shut up i think i hear your mom calling down the basement stairs your pizza bites are ready 
which again is horrifying because uh, our mom is a ghost. Yeah, and also my mom would know better than to serve me pizza bites when I have a 120-pack of pizza rolls in the freezer. <laughs> the superior pizza product, pizza rolls. Uh, I'm back back in the day. I was a I was a, a pizza bagel guy. Um, I I I think I've had them oh, maybe three times in my whole life because I feel like they're expensive. But I feel like when I had them, they banged and they banged hard. You're talking about bagel bites. Bagel bites, pizza bagel. Ba- when pizza's on a bagel, you can have yeah, bagel bites. Yeah, it's, pizza bagel bites. It's see, it's it's not good marketing. Calling your pizza bagel bagel bites it buries the lead. The lead there should be pizza. It really does. Pizza's yeah, the reason you buy the bagel. bagel bite. You don't bite the bagel bite because of the bagel you bite it because of the pizza yeah um (laughs) and also just like i like him saying uh 1400 followers must be nice to have that many sheep and any any other time i would think like oh this guy's calling our followers idiotic and and just you know brain dead and just following a leader except forensics whole thing is being a sheepdog and he talks oh, about yeah. protecting his flock. So it makes this sort of comment confusing. Like, is sheep... As, you, you can't use sheep as, as a positive anymore. Yeah, no. It's been sold. I, I think they might have been bigging us up in a weird way. And maybe they're saying we're sophisticated because we're not eating Hot Pockets. Because um, that's the joke. The Hot Pockets is the obvious one. So maybe they were like, you know, hooking us up. Um, also, this person is a security guard. If you go into their Facebook, they are a security guard who uh, love forensic, the cop rapper, and possibly get a lot of, you know, insight and, I don't, I don't know, catharsis from listening to this cop rapper cry about how much his life is in danger. I wonder if this security guard also thinks he's just going to be, like, roasted on a spit outside the Skechers, like that other security guard we had. Oh, <laughs> this this guy is like the equivalent of a, you know, some kid that sells like a little bit of weed, listening to Jeezy. Totally. Like listening to Snowman, being like, "Yeah, this is it," and it's like you you make twenty bucks a month off weed. Who was Jay Z beefing uh, with back in the no, day? No, Jeezy. Oh, who was Jeezy beefing with? Sno- I you know I I don't know about Jeezy beefs. I think everyone kind of respected Jeezy. I should. I feel like he had to beef with somebody. This would be like that guy who sells a gram of weed a day talking shit to the guy that Jeezy's beefing with. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Blackford says, I bet cops and even just forensic himself has helped your crowd more often than your shitty podcast or opinion has ever, ever has. Which is like sort of a compliment to us thinking that we have like that many listeners just across across the country wherever forensic is that he's definitely yeah. helped one of ours you know one of our crowd mm-hmm. uh y'all bash cops for doing the dirty work that your quote misunderstood community can't which is i would like to point out that we only can't because of cops but go ahead it's that's true um and it's also like such a boomer meme calling us a misunderstood community sarcastically yeah like that's yeah. like a thing from like the 80s yeah like co- it's not it's nothing new calling like pa- like being patronizing to the black community or like the punk community by calling them misunderstood yeah 
Yeah, I was like to, I, I like to lump them and just say the goth community. Like everyone below the age of thirty has green hair now. We're not misunderstood <laughs> anymore. Yeah, this is this is no longer um um on the edge anymore. And then so but I, re- I I loved how you handled this. Yeah, so I replied, "Hey, don't tell anyone, but uh, actually, I secretly support the police and forensic and like the brave work that all of you guys do. I just have to pretend to hate cops because that's where all the money is." And then I threw a bunch of dollar <laughs> signs in there so you would know what I was talking about. And I said, "But don't tell anyone, right?" And then yeah. somebody, some asshole, screenshotted that comment. And posted it and said, all about the money, fake, going to fake it, but you damn sure not going to make it, which I think is a bar. It's like a bar, right? It's close. It's it's close. And it sounds more like a country line. You can't spit that fluidly. This is, you can only square dance to that line, but go ahead. Yeah, and I was just pissed. I replied. I said, hey, man, I told, <laughs> I told you not to tell anyone. It says it right there in the comment. <laughs> And then he replied to me. He said, I guess money talks and bullshit does walk. <laughs> Which I don't think makes any sense in this context. No, no, I don't, no. I, don't, I think that's maybe just like, you know, he was on re- reply number five. And that's just what cycled up at the time. And on that note, I do want to say that um, one of the best ways to fight fascism right now is to uh, to subscribe to our Patreon to prove Ernest wrong. Uh, let's make it to prove him wrong. And uh, hey, if you thought the cop rap episode was spicy because we joked about cops uh, thinking they're gonna die, um, you should listen to the Patreon episode because uh, we said <laughs> we said some stuff on that episode, but it was a quote. I was quoting Governor yes. Bill Weld, who wants to kill the president. Yes. And uh, we had some fun with that. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash minion death cult to just just spit in forensics face. That's how you that's do it. Where, like, that's the secret hot sauce they have to bring in from the back of the house, you know? When you go in there, like there's a, there's a, there's a spot around me. Uh, Adong, remember Adong? No, who's that? Adong's a faux place um, around, like around oh. the corner from me. Yeah. Yeah, Adong. Well, they have a they have a secret sauce, a secret hot sauce that mm-hmm. they call the Bruce Lee sauce mm. that you have to like ask for, and they mm. bring it out from the back, and that's the spicy stuff. That's the Patreon right there. It's a Patreon. It's the Bruce Lee sauce. Yeah, ask for it by name. Um, yeah, yeah. This was a lot of fun. It's a lot, a lot of. I'm I'm really surprised uh, we didn't get deplatformed for just using his music in that episode. I wonder if yeah. he, I wonder if he was just like. Uh, well, you know, they're using my music, but they are criticizing it, so it falls under fair use, and I, I can't really do anything about it. Well, didn't he make some comment about, like, I've gotten a lot of plays off this. Thanks a lot. Yeah, he said thanks for the streams, and I was like, dude, like, no one has to listen to it. They just listen to our episode. I stole your music, dude. In, but, of course, I didn't, face. I didn't say that. But, I mean, no. yeah, even if people did stream it, it's point zero 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 one cent for every string yeah so cool man i, I don't know man he, they, had... he, he might get like a he might get like an um a first responders like extra like bonus yeah he'll get like a uh achievement badge for triggering antifa for sure <laughs> um 
yeah, this this was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun interacting with the listeners. Um, But uh, also, shout out to everybody who participated on that Facebook thread and on Instagram. Uh, Lots of fun. This was even more fun than the time you and I uh, ganged up on culture abuse on Twitter. (laughs) Did we talk about that 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 on the the show? Not, I don't think so. That was fun, though. That was... <laughs> <laughs> they were being hated for no reason, and then it just... Yeah. Also, for <laughs> name searching. Both of so, the times that we've gotten attention for our spicy takes have been just from people looking for trouble. So what's funny is, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I just didn't like didn't check my DMs while that was happening, um, because like we, we were both like we were both kind of roasting them for being assholes, um, and just in a very funny you know well tasteful way yeah and while that was happening they dm me and they they sent me a picture because they, they did not know that we knew each other mm-hmm. they sent me a screen cap of one of your super ironic tweets and they were like i don't know man this guy like might be a racist and i had totally missed that till the next day <laughs> and like they were like letting me know <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great you should have played along you'd be like damn that shit's sus as fuck Thanks, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for letting me know. Let's team up on him now. Yeah, <laughs> let's fuck him up. Man, that, that, was, that was great. What that happened was, great. was, for anybody who didn't see that on Twitter, uh, Tony said he didn't like the B song by Culture Abuse. <laughs> he, said, uh, he said, I got stung by a bee while riding my bike, and I can't help but think that this is God's way of punishing me for not liking Culture Abuse. And Which is, I, I really feel that way. <laughs> and... They quoted his tweet that he didn't tag them in and used the middle finger emoji like three times. That's all they put. And I saw it and I was like, oh, this is wonderful. But the thing is, is they used the yellow middle finger emoji. Yeah. And so I replied. I said, wow, too cowardly to use the white middle finger. I see when when uh, when flipping off a black man. And uh, then, Which yeah, we, we've talked about before. The yellow emoji is white privilege. <laughs> like being able to use the yellow emoji is white privilege. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can't code switch in real life like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they retweeted me with more middle fingers. And then their fans started talking shit to me and said, uh, wow, you're just a try hard or something. And I was like, how am I a tryhard when you're wearing a fucking bow tie and suspenders? Which they were in their picture. Yeah. yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. This did end them deleting the middle fingers tweet because I think they got uh, pretty coldly like just, just you know, they just realized they're not funny and that's fine. Um, yeah, he was like. And also orated. He was like, go away. And I was like, you're the one fucking name searching yourself and calling out random yeah. people who happen to not like your music. And then his bandmates took a picture of them flipping him off. And they were like, don't worry, Tony, I got you. <laughs> yeah, which which was great, was which good. I really appreciated. It's a good that. way to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, you know, hey, at the end of the day, shout out culture abuse. <laughs> you know, um, you guys, I, I keep on playing you guys because Spotify needs me to listen to you. You come on every fucking suggested playlist every single week. And I don't know what it is. Spotify loves that fucking B song. Spotify loves that song, man. And uh, it's cool because I stole that song as an outro to one episode uh, way back because I liked it. It's like the only culture abuse song I liked. So uh, I also owned them that way. (laughs) 
All right. So uh, today we are going to talk about this, um, this amazing restaurant I found. It's a restaurant called Shooter's Grill. And the Shooter's is a play on Hooters because the restaurant is filled with wait- hot babe waitresses who open carry. Holy shit. How did I... J- I, I did not catch that at all. Yeah. Shooters is for sure a play on Hooters. Yeah, oh, good. my God. And it started oh when uh, a man got beat to death in the owner's alley. And she was like, so I just needed to feel safe and open up a sexy open carry bar and grill. Yep. <laughs> Let me play. Which the- is weird because, I mean, like, no, no shots, but I feel like I, I don't know what happened. But this person apparently got, like, beat to death with hands. Uh in the back of the alley just don't do whatever that guy was doing (laughs) but instead open open a restaurant i respect that you know hey entrepreneurial spirit even though he got beat to death with hands like you can still shoot him like he if somebody doesn't have a gun you can still shoot him i don't know if you knew this tony but you can that was her whole point you can shoot an unarmed person her whole point was that beating him was cruel and they should have just shot him (laughs) so this is a video titled where would you open a franchise of Shooter's Grill? Hashtag open carry waitress. It's called Shooter's Grill, and it sure as hell put Rifle Colorado on the map. The reason? The waitresses carry loaded firearms on their hips while taking your order, and customers are welcome to carry too. Lauren Bobert and her husband opened the restaurant, and the customers have been lining up ever since. As Lauren told me, they're proud to be serving up some mighty good cooking, seasoned with a touch of the Second Amendment. Take a look. Only seasoning they use, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Cheers Grill is about God, guns, freedom, and great food. The buddy of mine told me you got to stop at Cheetah's Grill. <laughs> he wouldn't tell him why. He's like, I see why now. <laughs> Everybody's uh, packing uh, guns there. We welcome guns on the premises as long as they're holstered. It is absolutely perfect that we are in Rifle, Colorado, and we carry firearms. You were served by a pretty young waitress packing a 45 caliber handgun. And the only city in America named Rifle. I mean, come on. That's built for a movie. <laughs> it's built for a movie. It's built for a movie, one patron <laughs> says. It's it's they're in a town called Rifle and they carry guns. Can you can you imagine anything more cinematic than that? Well, I'm picturing the movie served. Um, but instead of like putting pubes in a burger, they just like shoot customers as a prank. Sir, you mean waiting? Waiting? Shit, I don't know. Waiting, yeah. That's yeah, when okay. they put the pubes in the burger, right? Probably. Yeah. I think he he gives them from under cheese on that, yes, in that movie. Yes, that's what it is, yeah. So say your joke again. <laughs> Where instead of giving them from under cheese, yeah. they just shoot the customer? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good prank. Hilarious. Be a good prank for like, like, oh, this guy's walking in five minutes before close. Blam! Sorry, you you ordered Swiss cheese. And then that way, when you're crushing on the underage waitress, uh, you can just hold her at gunpoint. And uh, yeah. But that wouldn't work because, you know, all the other underage waitresses will, you know, massacre the place. Um, There actually is a 17-year-old waitress who opened Gary's at this restaurant, which is legal. And she's 17 and she opened Gary's while she's serving. 
because it's considered private property and the owner allows her to carry in the restaurant. I mean, you got to wear a uniform. That's yeah, their amazing. uniform is just booty jean shorts with rhinestones on the ass and like either a plaid shirt or a black t-shirt with a script that says second amendment on it and a holster and a gun i watched so many videos so many like news items about this horny gun restaurant and every single one of them the one on cnn the one on abc the one on like the uh Asian news channel that did a special on this. They all contain so many gratuitous butt shots. Oh, for sure. Just Which, waist I mean, level shots of a uh, waitress in booty shorts with, you know, lucky on the ass walking by with a holster. It looks like uh so my, my uh, Instagram like suggested page has just been ruined by this show because the show thinks like, because of the show, Instagram thinks like, I like love cops and the second amendment. So all I have is like cop loving stuff and white women in booty shorts with guns. And I was like, damn, this is real life. This isn't just Instagram. I mean, it's kind of cool because like, you know, tr- trad caths, tr- traditional Catholics or, or even just like the proud boys are like, you know, denigrate the slut, valorize the housewife. Yeah. yeah, they want they, yeah. they they want to just like re- respect and uplift the housewife, and this restaurant is respecting and uplifting waitresses and servers. So, kind of have to give it to them for that. I also just want to say, you know, we on this show were maybe a little softer on gun control than our listeners are. You know, depending on what level of lib or left you are, I don't really see a problem with servers like carrying weapons to protect themselves as long as they're like trained you know as long as they take it seriously but i don't know how many of these people take this seriously and i think the idea of just further equating guns with horniness is probably a bad idea and that that's like further because like the, the idea of like arming women to protect themselves i fuck with that all day every day um but like i like in this case a lot of these people are wearing these like comical western holsters that there's no way that they like use that are like swinging around everywhere um that there's lots of plenty of comments clarifying what's wrong with the holsters and what's right with the holsters yeah they'll um, let you know in yeah, the comments the whole the whole thing is just like it, it's too it's too wrapped up in horniness to be about like protection or like even your rights like there's something really deeply pathetic about a hooters restaurant to begin with yeah um and then when you add like guns to that um and you have a bunch of boomers like literally driving across the country to go see the the girls who have guns while they give you food restaurant it's hard to think of something more pathetic than that i have to tell you um something that might really just end the show for us because it um at face value it is might make me come off as almost a maga chud uh but the last meat i ever ate on purpose uh, i will i will caveat that the last meat i ever ate on purpose was um a dozen wings at the hooters in angel stadium 
Hmm. <laughs> I mean, does the fact that it's at Angel Stadium make it better or worse? It makes it worse. It makes it worse. Do they call them Angel's Wings? Oh, they should, but no, because they're Hooters because they got to get that money. Have you seen the, the Spider-Man meme where it's like his glasses are off and an angel's hat and then he puts his glasses on and it's a MAGA hat? Uh, no, I haven't seen that, but that meme gets everything wrong because that scene is when he can see better without the glasses. Okay, you're, 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 you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just <laughs> thought yes, I should let you an, know. Angels fans are synonymous with conservatives. Okay. <laughs> Is so what I'm our, other, our other friend Tony of Mother Speed, who uh, does nothing except smoke weed and sleep in his van, apparently very conservative. Wait, is 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 Tony a big Angels fan? Tony's an old school Angels fan. Tony. Oh, well, that's what I I used to claim that. Like, let's put it this way: I went to Nolan Ryan's last game as an Angel. Hmm. I grew up as an Angels fan. Hmm. Uh, one time I got sick because for my my i'm like not even a baseball fan per se like not especially not anymore but for my cousin's bachelor party it was like the most dude bro thing i've ever been a part of um we painted our torsos with the word angels and i had the e on me and the paint we used um whoever bought it i don't know why i trusted these people whoever bought it just went to home depot and was like hey will this make me sick if i get it on me and um we painted i had a huge e on my chest painted in red and I could like taste the paint midway through nice. the game, yeah, and we all good. got sick. <laughs> we, we all got sick because we were drinking and just, just like, like infusing like chemicals into our bodies. Yeah, your pores were opening up, accepting the paint. Yeah. Oh well, that's so that, that's my history as an Angels fan. <laughs> Back to this restaurant, though. Um, yeah, I just I don't get it. I mean, I guess I should after doing this show for so long, but just the idea of a waitress with a gun somehow being like, I don't know, a selling point or like a reason you go to this restaurant. Well, I, I feel like if we were to really take our time to watch these videos, you would probably see boners. You would probably like, like, like these, these dudes were so, so clearly horned up. It was, it's, it's a lot to see. The best guy was the uh, giant German man who's like, yeah. I don't know, 50 years old, has had a ton of facial plastic surgery. He has the short, bright white spiky crew cut and yep. uh, definitely like roided out muscles. And the scene with him, like in this supercut, the scene with him starts off with him like bending over to take a picture with the owner who is five feet tall even and he's like six four yeah and so you just see this massive like disgusting tan creature with shock white hair bending over her and giving like a shaka and he's frozen because he's taking a picture and he genuinely looks like a wax statue um and then uh they ask him, you know, why are you here? And he's like, oh, we were just outside and some guy told me to come in because, you know, oh, look at that. They got the hot ladies and they got the guns and oh, wow. Yeah, it's just wonderful. It's also a draw for foreign tourists. So we stop here because we are a little bit hungry and a guy on the street say this grill 
is famous for beautiful ladies and all ladies wearing guns. Most items on the menu have names that relate to firearms. Shotgun burrito, locked and loaded nachos, and guac nai are among the favorites. It's just like, oh yeah, you, you Americans, you love guns. This is so psychopathic. I had to see it, you know. In, in Germany, we have to kill people with uh, knives and, and heavy foods. And you just need, need to do it quicker, <laughs> huh? Like I said, I, I feel like to him, it was more of just the spectacle of peak Americanness, where you can get like, you know, a triple bacon yada yada from like a babe with a, a babe with a gun. And like to him, that was like peak that. And like that's why he came to America. Because also, he's a tourist in this. I don't know why a tourist would be in Rifle, Colorado. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it's just he a was small hunting community. He was trying to get real. He was trying to find real yeah, sure. America. And to be fair, that's probably why everybody else, like from out of state, was traveling there. They wanted to see America for once, you know? Yeah. There's. <laughs> There's some guy who's like, oh, I think there should be franchises everywhere. I think there these restaurants should be everywhere so we can take back America. He literally yeah, says yeah. that. And it's just like, yeah, so we can take back America from like Applebee's and Chipotle <laughs> and Starbucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, just, I fucking hate Applebee's so much. <laughs> just infusing like your politics with food or your food with politics either way they just are the same thing pretty much one of the waitresses say said you know it's not about politics it's about the second amendment <laughs> Which, uh yeah yeah and like like we said the like over 50 percent of the comments were just people listing their towns saying like bring one here yeah this is where like the just franchise should be. towns yeah um, do it here I, another, I, would, I would go there all the time. Another really good thing that happened in one of these videos was uh, a waitress said that <laughs> a Marine from California called the restaurant and offered to buy a gun for any waitress who didn't have one. So he bought her a her first gun, like, online. Oh, my God. That's... How is that legal? How is that a thing you can do? Yeah, I think she admitted to a felony on camera. Yeah, um, I love that. Though. It's, it's like a, it's like having an Amazon wish list, but for a gun. Like, yeah. If, if these girls were smart, Fine. they they would they would start like, you know, a um, uh, OnlyFans page, and have a Twitter feed where they you know show themselves serving food with their guns, and that's all. And they would get that money. I mean, I think they do. Like, this page was insanely popular. Um, it's, it sucks because, like, the the owner, she actually seems like a decent person in all these, like, promotional videos and personal videos. Like, she seems just kind of, like, I don't know, a little dumb, but, like, very good-natured and she does seem to understand like responsible gun ownership, even if this shit is like just a gimmick, you know, that she's using yeah. to, to make money or whatever until you watch her newer videos on Facebook, which are all just live streams where she's yelling at Beto O'Rourke from the front seat of her car. <laughs> 
I didn't see this. Yeah, so she's been on Fox News and Fox and Friends and CNN, uh, especially since Beto came out and said, you know, we're going to take your fucking guns or whatever. And then she made a shirt that said, like, uh, hell no. And then she sold a bunch of those shirts. Doesn't she know that yelling in your front seat is for the boys? Yeah, it's it's for the boys. Oh, wait, was she, um, like she might have been in a sedan, not in a truck. If she's in a sedan, I think that's she fine. Was but in if a you're in a truck, I think she was in a minivan. Yeah, better not be in a truck because um, she got to realize that's for the boys. Yeah. So let's look at this menu, okay? <laughs> oh wait, no, I got a couple more things to say. So like, uh, the chief of police intros like a couple of their videos talking about how great the restaurant is, and like what a good idea he thinks it is, um, and then. Even the fry cooks in the back are carrying. So, like, while they're flipping burgers and shit, their guns are just banging up against the grill, which I thought was pretty Could you funny. imagine? I didn't have to imagine. I that's saw like, it. That's horrifying. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. Because being in a kitchen is already tight enough fit. Like, you don't need to be getting, yeah. like, your, your gun caught up on a corner. Like, your holster caught up on a corner. Yeah, it seems like a shitty place to work if you're in the kitchen <laughs> just have For to sure. wear another piece of gear. Uh, because the holster is normally where I put my spatula when I'm in being a short order <laughs> cook. I'm picturing um, you like taking it and like swinging it around, like twirling it around your finger. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do with my... Flipping a burger and blowing on it. Diet at work. Uh, <laughs> there was another video where I think it was the ABC one where they were like... They interviewed the owner, they interviewed some of the waitresses, but then they also interviewed a cop who didn't like the restaurant. They interviewed this cop from Colorado whose nephew was killed in the Aurora shooting. Wow. And they were, you know, they were like, well, what do you think of this restaurant that glorifies guns? To this guy, this cop whose nephew was killed in a mass shooting, which is just a really weird way to go with this like fluff piece about a, a gun restaurant in color in buttfuck colorado you know um and i also thought it was weird that it was his nephew who was killed like this guy is like like this guy's sister was like no i don't want to fucking talk to the news about a gun restaurant because my son was killed and shot and killed and this yeah. the uncle is like i'll do it <laughs> I'm a, i'll do it i'm a cop i'll, I'll do it they'll, they'll love me yeah I'll, I'll steal some mourning parents valor here yeah, morning uncle. No one talks about the uncles. Yeah. No one talks about it's good the suffering of the uncles. That, that demo finally getting some airtime. Uh, his quote here is amazing. He said, um, like, the reason he doesn't like the restaurant is be, he says, remember, he's a cop. More guns equal mo more confusion for police. I don't know who the bad guy is and who's the good guy, but I can tell you I'm going to engage whoever is closest to me. <laughs> Fuck. Which, yeah. <laughs> what terrible luck you might have. Like, what? <laughs> he brings up a good point. It's still going to be the black guy that's way across the room. <laughs> but, but, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because of his, his skin color, it, it naturally brings him into the foreground of the scene. Um,. Yeah, I mean, cop just kind of explaining like their thought. Well, whoever's closest to me is getting engaged, and engaged just yeah. been shot. 
you know. That's that's cop training 101. <laughs> yeah. Um it's also funny that there's no alcohol served. Like that's a selling point of this restaurant is oh don't worry there's no alcohol served, which makes like this place even more sad and pathetic. Like yeah, I'm going to be mind. stone sober tonight so I can see some uh you know babe with a bro haircut and a gun. Which is funny because that's the only way you can not serve beer. Because if like I open a restaurant and I like made a point like we don't have beer here and like said that, people would be fucking annoyed and they're like this this place sucks. You can't even have beer here. Like I, it's America. I should be able to drink beer wherever I want. So in order to compensate that, you have to be like we can't have beer here, but we will defend you. We will we will protect you with everything we got. We can't have beer here, but we will kill a member of the Black Panthers in front of you for your dining entertainment. Yeah. Let's get into this menu, okay? So <laughs> this menu is uh, hilarious, but there's just like three things. Uh, they, they're they serving sawed-off egg rolls. Amazing. Amazing. Is that, Which, you think it's an avocado egg roll? I don't know what that is. I just does do they like cut one end of the avoca- of the egg roll off? Yeah. Like, is it even sawed <laughs> off? The- <laughs> yeah, it, that's all it is. It's just it's just like trimmed at the end, and they're they're placed next to each other. Yeah, in in pairs. Um, they also you can, you can get you can get regular egg rolls or sawed off egg rolls. Uh, they also serve guac nine. That's my fucking favorite one. It's a good one. Guac nine. Guac. Amazing. Uh, like, doesn't that come with bacon, which is insane? So, in the description of Guac nine, it's listed as Glock Amoli, bacon, habanero <laughs> jack, and bacon. So they have the the Wild. name of the dish is the Guac nine, but in the ingredients, it's Glock Amoli. So Which, they did, in your face, that's, a, that's, you know... They did two puns there. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, it rules. And then, uh, you know, they have a bunch of dumb shit. They have uh, the ballistic chicken, which... Is that <laughs> yeah. a pun? What is that a reference to? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, ballistics? Like, Is that the evidence? Like, the, Ballistics only refers to, like, evidence, right? Well, To forensics and stuff? Callback. I mean, ballistics is like the science of projectile weapons. You know, it's just referring yeah, but to or about. The only people that talk about it, the only people that say ballistic are people that are trying to find out where someone shot from and what they used to do it. Yeah, like these Not operators like, here. Oh, that's that's true. That is just kind of a fun hobby. But what I'm asking is, what is why is it ballistic chicken? What is is. It's explosive? I don't know. It's not a yeah. pun. That's my that's my point. Ballistic is just no, a gun word. At all. You know. Uh Swiss and Wesson. Okay. Uh Rifle Burger. <laughs> Daisy BB. Which is lazy. Black which is a black bean veggie <laughs> burger. Very interesting. Oh. Uh, maybe I will go there. And then uh they also have a BBLT. What what do you think uh, the extra B stands for? Well, it just stands for bacon again. <laughs> it's it's uh, bacon, bullets, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, no, it's just bacon, bacon, lettuce, and tomato. <laughs> um, and I love that it's like, 
I feel like you wouldn't want to like uh, celebrate BBs that much, but they do twice on here. Yeah, like a BB is like a fake ass gun. Like yeah. my kids don't use fucking BBs. We like we my kids and forensics kids all conceal carry real weapons, real Glock nines. <laughs> yeah, what's next? Air soft boiled eggs. <laughs> That's, that's an add-on. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to try to do someone laser tag, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Let's go through some other posts on the Shooter's Grill page because, you know, they're not just known for uh, babes and ballistics. Uh, they're also known for a little bit of politics. Shooter's Grill posts a link to a KKTV article. Uh, the headline reads... Former El Paso County deputy found guilty in deadly Highway 24 crash. And then Shooters Club captions this with, Hey, Beto, how are you going to use our Second Amendment to pander this? <laughs> it's amazing. I, can, I cannot begin to understand what's going on in this post. Yeah, it's like... Just level with the listener right now. What are you trying to do here? So what happens in this is... The cop, there's a deadly accident that was the cop's fault, mm-hmm. you know, and they're the saying... The cop tried to pass another couple on the wrong side of the road, and the car on the other side of the road swerved to avoid him and hit the couple head on and fuck. killed them. And, and this is all under the whole thing of like, oh, you're going to take my guns? What are you going to do? Take my cars too? Cars kill people. And so they are naturally equating this whole thing of like, one of the issues with guns is that cops use them often. But turns out cops also drive cars. I mean, yeah, that's that's the closest I've come to understanding yeah. this, I think. Um, how are you going to use our 2A to pander this? And it's just, yeah, very weird that you would, like, cite an article that's not about guns or gun violence, but also, uh, like indicts a cop for killing people yeah also just illustrates how they just they're reckless in general not even about guns but just um, in general because it happened in el paso and like that's where beto's from yeah. insane uh how are we supposed to defend ourselves from these crazy cop drivers if we don't have our guns yeah because <laughs> you know if you shoot a car it blows up before it hits you yeah, you know I've if a cop passes movies. you on the on the wrong side of the road, you can just shoot at him through the passenger window. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> when the car blows up, you're fine. Um, and then a couple comments on here. Philip Brack says, "Cops are human too. Too bad Beto doesn't realize this." Ha ha ha. That's not funny. <laughs> That's like the opposite of funny. <laughs> That's like a sad like realization. You should be reflective in this. It should be, it should be, man, cops are human too. But it's like, no, they're human too, bro. In your face. Ha ha. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if like that's the take I would go with it anyway. Because if you're saying cops are human too, you're implying that like humans are fallible, capable of making mistakes. And uh, hey, cops make mistakes too. 
which is never the issue. The issue isn't with cops being better than people. The issue is cops being treated like they're better than other people, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. Do you think that maybe we got last episode all wrong when we talked about humanizing the badge? Um, and how, you know, their goal is to, is to show that cops can be like victims as well. And maybe what they meant by humanizing the badge is showing that cops are capable of murder as well. Just like every other human. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, you know, was what we've been trying to say Yeah. for quite some time now. Ha 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 ha. Um, and then Eric Van Achtoven says now that's funny lauren so he's talking to the owner of shooter's grill calling her by name by her first and last name by the way now that's funny lauren bobert she she i don't know who posted this but it was on the shooter's grill page it wasn't on her personal page so he's just like no i know who you are and he didn't tag her like he could have he just put her name in there yeah he she probably name searches oh absolutely uh, now that's funny, Lauren Bobert. Oh, by the way, I sent you an instant message. Please read and a friend request. Dot 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 dot. dot. <laughs> please, please, please respond to me. Uh, I'm sure the reason you haven't responded is because you haven't seen it yet. So I'm going to let you know that I sent it, so you can go look at it and then respond to it. There's like several emails to Facebook. Hey, I think something's wrong with your friend request feature. I've uh, sent a friend request and a message to a Lauren Bobert quite some time ago. Yeah, uh, it's clearly broken. Hey, uh, I sent you a gun. Please respond. <laughs> Honestly, um, like Eric is probably being um, shadow banned, so it's not his fault. Uh, another post here from Shooter's Grill Facebook page says for those who believe we are living in fear and are irrational for carrying firearms dot 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 look what happened in rifle colorado (laughs) and then they posted a picture a photo of the front page of the post independent newspaper that says the headline front page bank of colorado robbed in rifle (laughs) yeah Amazing. That's why we carry at our restaurant, so we can defend banks. I mean, this bank must not have had a waitress there to shoot the <laughs> robber. That's why I only go to full-service banks. I can get a bite to eat while I'm there, too. This is why we carry, so I can get shot defending somebody else's money. Do you want to read this this comment? This is just a, a comment off of the sponsored post about where they should put a franchise. You want to read this one? This is the one yeah, you got, I, Tony. I love this one because this one is um, this one is like starts from definitely like you know some like liberal dude. Uh, so Ben Hoy says, "I want to send a hundred Black Panthers with AR-15s and nine millimeters to go eat there and watch how fast the Second Amendment lovers change their tune." Which I totally agree with. I don't know if they could accommodate 100 Black Panthers. Um, I don't even know if you think you can just go ahead and up and send 100 Black Panthers because like, you have that kind of power, uh, white man Ben Hoey. But I respect well, your, your opinion. That, you know? That's pretty funny, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think he should just send 100 Black Panthers to you. Just uh, g- give the marching orders to the Black Panthers, ran, random yeah, dude yeah. on the internet. 
Well, you could probably just use the local chapter. Yeah, I'm sure there's a hundred there. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, John O'Grady responds, Ben Hoy, well, we know who the libtard POS in this timeline is. You, and quote, a hundred Black Panthers wouldn't even make it into town before they were mowed down by patriots. Did your mother have, uh, did your mother have any children who lived? Which is, like, this is one of the most telling yourself things yeah. ever. It's like, we wouldn't even entertain their, their, their rights to carry. We would mow yeah. them down once they got into town. Like, yeah, joke's on you, we would kill them. Yeah, that wouldn't happen at all. <laughs> we would we kill them for demonstrating their Second Amendment rights. You know, that thing we pretend to like a lot. Yeah, we, we wouldn't freak out. You're an idiot. We would just mow them down. Um, amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I like also that he's acknowledging because, okay, so theoretically, uh, if Ben Hoey did have the clout to send a hundred Black Panthers just on a whim to this restaurant, it would obviously be for the purposes of intimidation, right? Like, let's yeah. not let's not fool around here. Let's not beat around the bush. It would obviously be to be like make a political statement to uh have a show of force essentially and he's acknowledging here that john o'grady is acknowledging that he would treat that as a show of force by just killing them right and it's like well how are we supposed to look at you know uh 200 or 400 armed fake militiamen descending on portland oregon and not feel the same way about it when it's clearly just an well, act of I mean, antagonism and, and basically a, th- a very thinly veiled threat, if veiled at all. Yeah. I mean, the, the operative word here is definitely black. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's fucking wild. Uh, this next one's yours too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Cheryl Overholt. Cheryl Overholt Kid. She's kind of a good name. I kind of like that name. Yeah. Old Overholtz is one of my favorite uh, rye whiskeys. Hmm. Um, rye whiskey Where are the sucks. waiters? Whoa. Okay. All right. All right. Hot take there. You're just not drinking it correctly as far as I'm concerned. You mean out of like a Vlasic pickle jar? R- R- rye whiskey and uh, and bourbon have their own purposes, okay? We'll talk about that on our, on our um, mixologist podcast we do. Just not into drinking uh, pickle Cheryl brine. Over- <laughs> That's funny because I hate pickles and I love rye whiskey. That's all it tastes like to me. And you- Weird. Maybe I should get really into pickle brine. Uh- <laughs> yeah, maybe Cheryl you should. Cheryl Kid says... <laughs> <laughs> I hate pickles. <laughs> says, Wait, uh, what? Is that the thing you the hate? Waiters? No, you hate... Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate pickles and mustard. You need to stop defining yourself by the things you hate, Tony. Pickles, mustard, this podcast. Get a real personality. I'll I'll try. I'm on my my voyage right now, man. I'm truly on some introspective shit right now. I'm trying to find what I love. Because I I had what I loved uh, not too long ago. And, uh, you know, life happened. Yeah. You're talking about... uh, Uh, Nothing. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> uh, anyways, Cheryl Overholt Kid says, Where are the waiters? How do you maintain control of your firearm 
when both hands, arms are loaded down with plates and drinks. I noticed many in the video where they would have been very easy, not smart, mind you, but easy, for a patron to snag one of the waitress's guns. This is not gun smart at all. Which, for the record, the comment itself is pretty smart, but to preface it with where are the waiters, to preface it with saying, now if this was men, I would get it. But yeah, interesting. Like, this is this is not smart gun stuff. I didn't realize that's what they were saying, but that's definitely what Cheryl is saying. Where where are the, well, the I, I male? The, where are the males here? I think she's like picturing, you know, like a holstered gun cop who's a man with a with a penis, uh, having a box of donuts in one hand and a donut in the other hand. But also still have very much control over their weapon. Well, they have bigger hands. But she's picturing his waitresses. That's true. Picturing his waitresses just like fumbling about with their guns flying everywhere. Which some of them were. Some of those holsters were like not well fitted to their to their body type or their bodies. They're petite people with huge holsters dangling by their knees. Yeah, I mean, supposedly they all had uh, guards on the holsters. Uh, that was one thing she made a point of saying. It was either those, like, modern holsters that click in, you know, like cops have, or mm-hmm. the old-timey uh, leather holsters, but they had a strap over the, the butt of the gun. Um, and by a strap, I do mean, like, a leather tab that kind of hooks over, like, hooks over the hammer. Yeah, one of those it. things. Yeah. Um, I just love the idea of somebody being really horny, but also very su- suicidal and reaching for one of these waitresses' guns in order to end it all. Well, dude, that for, there, there's someone out there where that's their peak. That's their peak climax. That's what they're looking for. That's 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 the ultimate. That's the ultimate way to go. Death by shooters, babe. To that's, come and go. That's the way I want to come and go. Yeah. Um, Steve Klein. Wait, I don't want I don't want a kink shame on the show again. So we're not we're we might have to you know. Okay. I don't want to hate on people that want that. Steve Klein says, I get a bang out of this place, dot, 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 shoot. Go go home, Steve. Go home. Steve hasn't left the house in weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I get a bang at, like, oh, yeah. So, so lame. Um, you don't want, you don't want to hear a bang while you're in the place. You just yeah. want to know what's an option. Yeah. Uh, those wings have a really good kick to them. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Gun. Man, uh, that, uh, those chili cheese fries really uh, ran through me like a, you know, nine mil <laughs> bullet would have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this last one is, is great. This, is, this was yours again, Tony. A great name, by the way, uh, David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, David Lynch, with probably one of the most boomer takes on here, just says, I think my cousin Richard should eat here. I think he would like it. <laughs> That's it. It's good looking out. I got know. a cousin named Richard that would appreciate this place. It's a thought re- you guys should know that you guys good. really nailed the demographic that is my cousin Richard. That's really that's that's a good cousin. To like yeah. see something and be like, I think my cousin would like this place. Um, it's just even if he doesn't ever I, recommend it to Richard, uh, it's just nice that he was thinking about him. 
I could imagine the conversation at the next like family gathering where David goes up to Richard and said, Oh, hey, Richard, this is a restaurant that I commented on said you might like it. And that's it. Not telling him what the restaurant is. Just yeah. I commented on this Facebook page saying you would like this. Uh, just thought you should know that. I think you should eat there. Look, just just search, just search Richard. You'll find it. Um, I th- I think it's great to like be horny on behalf of your cousin. You know, like uh, <laughs> like oh, you know what? Richard likes babes. Uh, he likes guns. Uh, and he likes burgers. I think my cousin Richard would like this place. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for them. Thank you. It is funny because I did think of my cousins for this. Um, my cousin was in town this weekend from Colorado, mm. um, and he is like, he, he is the cousin who might be maybe the most like, I think actually is grand scheme the most problematic of them, without even knowing it, um, just because he uh, works for a fracking company. Okay, that's what he does. He fracks. Did you talk to him about Greta Thunberg? Uh, I, no, I, I wanted to. Um, I didn't get a chance to. I just wanted to say just the word Greta, but I think the whole building would have freaked out. The whole, the whole house would have like exploded. Um, but I asked him about if he heard of this place, and he and, and, and you know unfortunately he had never even heard of a, a rifle. Um, but he was very titillated when I told him that That's there is. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Hey, have you been to this place called Shooters and Rifle Colorado, where like where all the waitresses are like um, are are caring? And uh, he was like, "Oh man, that sounds fantastic." Would, it sounds you know, great. But he was also like, but he was also like, I don't know if I'd want to be around a bunch of women with guns who don't know what they're doing with them. Tight man. See, <laughs> yeah. see, horseshoe theory. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And there was a lot of those comments. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. Women with guns, a bunch of them. Yeah, I I love that that marine who lives in just the hellish nightmare that is California, where your waitress isn't allowed to have a sidearm slapping her bare leg as she serves you hot wings. Just yeah. Although he might be trapped, a prisoner in in his own cell, uh, he's still sending good vibes abroad. You know. And that's how you really are a good ally, is action. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, that's the episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want bonus content, subscribe at patreon.com slash minion death cult for three bucks a month. You get bonus episodes uh, every week, including the one where Bill Weld talked about wanting to execute Trump. Uh, it's pretty fun stuff. And uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. Go talk more shit on Forensic on Facebook. We'd love to see it. Follow us on social media at Minion Death Cult on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Believe that's it. Right, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, come hang out with us on the internet. We like it. We love you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.